when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello. It's Steve McLaren here with my bestest ever cuddling and hugging friend, Casper the Snake. Say hello, Casper. Hello. Oh, Casper, that was beautiful. Like a rich, creamy topping on a pink candied rose petal. I hope you're all comfortably seated with bellies full of hope, friendship and hot nutmeggy sausages. Nutmeg. Yes, all right, Casper, don't build your part. We went to Sports Direct the other day to buy some darts to throw at old photos of the big lass. We couldn't find any. Then an assistant waddled over to help. He was spherical, pale and sort of sweaty. Where are your darts, son? I asked. I'll fetch them for you. As he waddled away, we noticed a damp brown patch with scratch marks on the back of the tracksuit bottoms. Casper spewed up on a 10-pack of 100% reclaimed cardboard sports socks. It was, of course, my co-host, Mr Andrew Dawson. Oh, Mr Sports Socks. First like a gearbox. Scratch marks on his buttock. Maggot's juice on his stomach. (laughs) So, what do you reckon, Andy? It's a little Sports Direct burst story, that. Yeah, I don't remember that happening, but it seems realistic. It sounds like something that could have happened. Are you having a bit of a munch there? You're eating something during the podcast. I'm eating a panatoni. Panatoni for Christmas. Panatoni. Panatoni. No, not panatoni. Panatoni. (laughs) Nice to hear from Mr. McLaren, yeah? Nice to hear you munching away there. That, oh. It's something that always goes down well with the listeners when you're eating during the podcast. <laughs> I've spat it out. I've spat it out on my socks. How are I, you doing? I, How, how's I'm, your health, Bob? Ah, not too bad. Good. Not great, you know. Not great? Not great. Is that, is that physical health or mental health? Or both, both, Andy. Both. Are you, both uh, are you suffering from a, a, a malaise? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, Malays. Yeah. It's it's not oh, easy, no. is it? It's I have not. to say, Andy, I was contractually obliged um, to save Steve doing that intro for me. I have mm. to say, um, please don't forget that McLaren's fun and laughter bars are mm. what gives Christmas its cuddles and hugs. I, I just had to do that. Yeah, available um, from all good supermarkets, health food stores, etc. Available, et um, available literally everywhere. Just lift up a paving just, stone, you'll find you one under there, one you know. In a bush, under a bin. Um, have you been approached yet about getting the vaccine? But no. Nah. an elderly and unhealthy man, I thought you'd be quite Well, I'm not in the, the super elderly. No, um, but you, you're I, very much in need, aren't you? Of 
I, help. I would like to have one, yeah. I mean, you're a big lad, Andy, that you're a bit vulnerable, aren't you? I think that's quite far down the categories of when you get it. I think big lads are probably like maybe, I don't know, June next year, I think. June next year for the fat lads. It'll be a good day to visit the um, the the vaccination centre when the fat lads are called in, wouldn't it? Well, there'll be like a bacon van outside, won't there? A portable bacon yeah, van will turn I've, up outside I've... and do, do a roaring trade. In my life's experience... I think it's true to say that the fat lads are a bit squeamish when it comes to needles. Oh, and stuff. do you reckon? So there'll be a lot of fat lads screaming from the what tents. What life experience have you got be of fat lads and needles? Where's that come from? Well, I've worked with quite a lot of um, lazy. <laughs> I'm not going to start. No, I'm not going to start shaming people. Sorry, no. But I, I, I do think there's a tendency for the bigger, the bigger lad to be a uh, bit uh, squeamish with needles. Well, I went and got my winter flu job a couple of weeks ago. And I just, I just took it, no problem. Yeah, I didn't yeah. cry or anything. How come you get a winter flu jab? You're only about forty. Forty-eight. Yeah, you can get one. You can get one private. You have got to pay thirteen ninety-nine to get it. It's not like free. Oh right, but I that's see. Small price to pay in it. Thirteen ninety-nine for a, a, a winter of uh, flu-free living. I've never had flu, Andy, as far as I'm aware. So, are they not offered like um, vaccines down at the showbiz centre? Is they not like a special? consignment for celebrities to get it early. God, I haven't been shut. You know, the showbiz centre's shut at the moment because of the COVID. we get together on Zoom, hang out on there? Yeah, we get together, yeah. We get together. Um, do you know, what's the fellow who used to do, like, grand designs or something? He's got long hair. Oh, Lawrence Llewellyn Bourne, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a Zoom interior design Zoom with him last night. There was me, Rod Stewart, <laughs> um... Yes, a lot of us are into interior design, yeah. Can you, you kind of get me in there, can you? Kind of get me, like, signed up for for the showbiz centre. I mean, just for Christmas or something. I can't, I'd, no. I'd love to I just... can't. I can't even have you as a guest. No, I can't. I mean, if you if you put a little, one of those little um, Peaky Binders caps on, mm-hmm. I might be able to get you in as a, like I'd say that Phil Collins has put a lot of weight on. <laughs> might be able to sneak you through. Would you like to choose a name for this episode? Yeah, I don't have yeah. any uh, further information other than the names. It's just simply just a name. Uh, you could be uh, the infection section. Okay. Uh, you could be Strongman John. Yeah. You could be Probe YouTube 77. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, can can I just be Ronnie Hot Dogs? Or you could be Big Linda. Oh, all right, I'll withdraw that. I'll like to be Big Linda, please. Or Ronnie Hot Dogs. No, no, I'm Ronnie Hot Dogs. You're um, Onky Tonk. I'm Onky Tonk. But you want to be Big Linda for this one? Yeah, please. Hey, do you fancy quiz, sir? Yeah, what you got? I've got, um, it's me pricing quiz, yeah? Mm-hmm. But um, I've I've used the top three Christmas presents this year, yeah? Okay. According to some freaking list, oh, you know, I don't know. Some survey, yeah. Some list. Let me just uh, find it here. So... It's called Boing Pop Charger Peanuts Clang Doing Moon Oh yeah, yeah. Pop Crash Kapoom Hair Give, Give me just, just a, a little, little more, more time time yeah, time, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And it is Andrew the three most popular gifts this Christmas Oh you got a price them for me, least to most expensive or vice versa. Are yeah? ch- children's gifts, adults' gifts, or combined? Adults. 
adult gifts. Right. Okay. First one is the Olebri three-in-one charging stand. Um, <laughs> you can charge your Apple Watch, your iPhone, and your iBuds. Apparently, that's the that's number one, one of the gift. Top three gifts, is it? Apparently, dear God. The, the second one is the Logro Moon Lamp. Yeah, it's a sphere about the size of a football. It can't, when it lights up, it looks a bit like the moon. Jesus wept. Yeah. And then I haven't got a brand for it, I'm afraid. I forgot to write it down. But it's a combined hair dryer and brush. So do you know what I mean? As you as you brush it, the hot air's coming through as well. <laughs> These are the top three gifts. Where car boot seal? This is. It's off. You know, it was in one of the Independent or something. Bloody hell! All right. Um, right. The most expensive of them, I reckon, has got to be the hair dryer. Um, brush combined because it's two things combined into one plus it has uh, okay. a, an engine in it of sorts yes. um, second I think is the charging thing and thirdly I reckon the moon because it's just like a, a sphere with a lamp in it so okay well Andrew um, <laughs> I think this might be the start of a very very Merry Christmas for you because <laughs> you nailed it Oh, wow, what about that? How does that feel? That rarely happens. That feels good. (laughs) Oh, Andy. Oh, yeah. Peter Beardsley sent me a Christmas message. Oh, good. It came came as a PDF attachment. Right. That I had to re-export and paste onto my desktop as an MP3. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that was possible. Have you got some new software that does that? You got some new software from Infinity Rocket from Plastics. Infinity yeah. Rocket Plastics, obviously. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's have a listen, shall we? Okay. All right, Bob. Uh, it's Peter here. Well, what a strange year it has been, Bob. Every day just seamlessly merging uh, with the next, with little or no contact with the outside world, you know. My life uh, seems to have shrunk, you know, into a little capsule just containing the wife, uh, me, and the little cheeky robin that comes and sits on the ornamental cherry tree outside the spare room window. I tell you, Bob, that little robin is so cheeky, uh, cheeky, chirpy, cheek, chirp. When he uh, sees me staring at him, he turns his cheeky head to one side and stares back at me as if uh, like I'm uh, an advert, you know, for a kebab rotator or something. I sometimes say, hello, little cheeky Robin. But as soon as I do, he generally flies off to be with his mates. The other day, I was staring out of the top front window, waiting for the Amazon van to arrive. And I, I, bought a, oh, I bought a wife an egg slicer, an egg coddler with, with helicopter graphics, because uh, she's always telling me like how much she would love to just fly away, like and an egg timer signed by Joe Wiley. Uh, uh, oh, she loves Joe Wiley, does the wife like? So I wanted to intercept the Amazon man so that the wife wouldn't see the, well, oh, wouldn't see uh, the presence. Like, well, after a couple of hours spent staring and imagining that I was a copper, 
the father asked. So I quietly went downstairs to meet him at the door. Sadly though, when I got there, the, the wife was already walking out of her TV room. What the fuck are you doing? Creeping round like a fucking midnight asshole. Uh, uh, nothing, love. I, uh, I just came down to the door, you know, and to ask if you wanted some nice runny porches for a mid-morning uh, pick-you-up, like. No, I don't want any fucking porches. Porches, you one bullet doyle. I want an egg scrambler with a white sliced bread and a mug of fucking bovril. As if that wasn't fucking obvious. Oh, okay, look. You go and sit down. Uh, I'll fetch the door. Will you fucking out? I'll get the door. I could do with seeing a face that doesn't look like a fucking acorn. Uh, uh, okay, love. Uh, so the wife opens the door, but I like hang around a bit to see if I can get all of the parcels without her saying, you know. Uh, she opens the door, it's a tall fella about 30 years old, like, with a very nice side pattern to his hair. Uh, hello there. I must say, you're a sight for sore eyes. Do you have time to put in and have a nice fried egg and a cup of fucking tea? <laughs> you know, I'm a bit behind already, but thanks for asking. Uh, I like a bit of behind as well. Especially when it's near a nice... Especially when it's near a nice thick bonkong. What's your name, son? I bet it's something very fucking modern, you know, like vase or plasterboard. No, my name's Gary, same as me dad. Does your dad live nearby? Might he like a fried fork and egg and a, a knock on me fronties? No, he lives in Bolton. All oh, right, like that Peter Kerr fella. Oh, I wouldn't mind a tumble in his undies. That would be very fucking sweet. Uh, I tell you, uh, I'll just take these parcels off the fella whilst you have your shit chat. No, you fucking won't, you fucking sack of clown shoes. <laughs> hey, I'll check those, thank you, Gary. And don't worry, I'll be watching your cheeks swinging on your way back to the van. So uh, the wife takes the parcels and watches Gary walk down the drive. Here, let me take the parcels off while you watch Gary's ass. <laughs> Piss off and start scrambling, you dozy fucking mind drain. So uh, I go do the scramblers for the wife, and while I'm bringing in the TV room, I can see that she has already opened the uh, packages. What in the name of a living fucking fuck robot is this shite? Uh, uh, a bit of a shame, really, love, because uh, they were my surprise Christmas presents for you, you know. Do you, do you not like them? Sit down, Peter. Uh, I, I am in trouble, love. Just do as you fucking talked. Uh, okay, love. So I remove some damp residue tissues and sit down on the arm of the sofa. You're a good lad, Peter. I loved your Wiley. And combining her with egg timing is a fucking winner, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'm glad you like them. I, I do love you very much. I know you do, Peter. Would you like a handjob? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, it's all right, love. I'll just go and get these presents wrapped, you know. That's up to you. Right, I'm watching Holmes under the hammer on ketchup, so fuck off. And she turned the sound up on the telly. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, ma, Martin, tin, tin. Well, this is an unusual property, but as you probably guessed, I do like it. Just knock all the walls down to create a kitchen diner and paint every surface pure Martin cream. Ooh, a bit of damp there. You want to get that looked at by an expert. <laughs> so I'm pleased that she likes the presents. I don't suppose she will have got anything for me, but I don't mind, you know. Oh, look, here's that cheeky Robin uh, back again. Hiya, little fella. Oh, he's fucked off. <laughs> oh, I'll see you, Bob. One Peter Beardsley. There's only one Peter Beardsley. One Peter Beardsley. See, Bob. Oh, that's that nice. a Peter, wasn't it? That was a lovely update there. Lots to, lots to enjoy there. Um, Bob, do you reckon um, Paul McCartney's still having a wonderful Christmas time? Oh, no. I mean, it was, this, um, uh, what, 1978, 79? Maybe he doesn't enjoy it so much now, I don't know. I think maybe you enjoy it more the older you get, Andy, so hopefully you think, he's... Have, I think right. so, yeah. Hey, apparently he's a fan of yours, Paul McCartney, did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Do you, do you, see, do you see him up the showbiz centre and that? And no, he don't go. He don't. Ringo goes. Ringo goes, does he? Yeah, Ringo loves it. He's like, mm. um, he's got his own um, chair that's got like a little uh, symbol on it, and he just he cracks it, he smashes tings, it, tings the tings symbol it. when he needs the, something, bring it to him. Uh, yeah, mainly chocolate eclairs loves them. And Paul Paul enjoys homes under the hammer as well. So there's a little triangle of circumstances there. I think, isn't there? Isn't it a triangle of circumstance? Yeah. yeah. What a nice way of putting Can it. Can you Andy. think of another triangle of circumstances? Maybe for next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and think of a triangle of circumstance for next time. Yeah, I'll do that. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I went up to London to have a meeting with a bloke who wants to make a show about a All serial right. killer, Andy, who's right. obsessed with fritters. Right. Yeah? 
Um, you know, like spam fritters, potato fritters, veggie fritters, yeah. Yeah. potato, yeah. baked bean fritters. All the fritters, fritters, yeah? Yeah. You know, the, the whole of the fritter world. Yeah. Um, they're a bit out of the favour at the moment, I think, Andy, because they're very much mm. associated with um, chip shops, you know, and being unhealthy and that. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, as soon as you call them like pakora or tempura, <laughs> Everyone can't can't get enough of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, the, his idea was to combine fritters and murder, right? Strong. So like, yeah. as a serial killer would um, get all all murdery if he mm. hadn't had a fritter for a week or so, mm. and when he did kill, he'd leave a fritter in the victim's handbag. Yeah. <laughs> Some survivors would say that he had a fritter tattooed on his neck, and that they remembered the terrible smell of cooking oil, you know, from the assailant. Yeah. Anyway, as the detective had to find out where each of the handbag fritters had come from, we get to see loads of fritters, yeah? The twist is that the detective becomes addicted to fritters and in the final scene, she declines to shoot the killer but instead decides to marry him and join him in his murdering. So I think it's pretty strong. Have you been sponsored by the UK Fritter Federation or something for this? No, this was this bloke's idea. I think it's really strong. It was quite an upbeat meeting, actually, Andy. I'd watch it. So I I decided to treat myself to a meal at Rules Restaurant in Covent Garden, right. you know. And boy, did I get lucky, because I was shown to a seat right behind where the Christmas meeting of the British Managers Lunch Club was taking oh. place. So right. I had a good listen in. It was That's Sam right. Allardyce, Steve McLaren, Tony yep. Poulis, Mark Hughes, Nigel Pearson. Blimey. Andrew pa- uh, Alan Pardrew. <laughs> he should be called Andrew, shouldn't he? <laughs> so this is how it went. Anyway, Big Sam. Good afternoon, one and all, and welcome to the BMLC Christmas Blowout. Money, 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 money. And they all licked their badges. Before we tuck into this platter of seabirds' beaks, I have a big announcement to make. Nigel chirps in. Have you won a fight? You haven't had a fight with me, so there is a chance that you have had a fight and won it. Now, don't be so daft, Nigel. I would just like to inform you that I have accepted the job of manager at West Brom. Ker-fucking-ching. And the best bit is, if I can keep the fuckers up, I get an ice-cool £2 million bonus to lump into the Lunch Club Offshore Investment Fund. Money, 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 money. Lick their badges. It's the perfect recipe for a two-leg rinse and reject. I literally can't wait to park the baggies bus and drive it away with a sack of cash on me lap. Now, Tony, Tony Pullis, how's it going at Sheffield Wednesday? They're a bit cash-strapped, so I hope you know what you're doing. Yes, yes, of course. It's just a standard single... It's just a standard single stage destroy and exit. I should be gone pretty shortly after the January window. I'm getting some massive washed up defenders to shore up the midfield and just watch us drop, drop, drop. I won't walk. I'll wait to be pushed. Should be easy to negotiate a million for my exit. Sweet as a nut. Smooth as a brand new maraca. Cash in the bank. Please, I beg you, tell me, is there anything not to like about that? Steve McLaren interjects. Do you not feel a bit sad for the fans? You know, the football club's very important to the local community. For some people, the matches is all they have to live for. It's a bit like, you know, me and Casper feel about each other. 
Well, obviously I'll tell them that they're the best fans in the world and that theirs is a proper club and that the club is nothing without them and all that bollocks. Maybe you could start selling mine and Casper's fun and laughter bars at the club shop. That would give everyone a billy boost. Come on, Steve, Steve, let's not get all sentimental. Tell us about your new job at Derby. Is it to destroy an exit or a remain and drain? I haven't really had time to think. Casper and I have been busy recarpeting the office suites and restocking the bars with our hugs and snuggles, raspberry and candy floss coolies. There's a hundred hugs in every glass. And how much do these huggies or whatever retail for? £10 per tumbler. That's a fucking result. (laughs) Money, 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 money. money, Alan, Alan Pardew, what are you up to? It's hard to keep track, if I'm honest. I'm currently technical director at... uh, Hold on a minute, I'll just look it up on Wiki. Uh, Yeah, there it is. Technical director at CSKA Sofia in Bulgaria. Oh, that's where the Wombles are from. How lovely. Technical director? What, (laughs) What the fuck is that? And more to the point, what's the angle? What's the grift? Well, I needed a European Union base so that I can still export my Pardue range of satin ties, cufflinks, colour pins and ranch-style housing furnishings tariff-free on leaving the EU. I was also aware that the Bulgarians are still suckers for stonewashed skinny jeans, so I've repurposed the indoor training facility as a clothing warehouse. I'm shifting over 2,000 skinnies a day, mostly at a single-parent market. Bulgarian stonewashed denim. Who would have thought it would come to that? Mark, Mark Hughes, <laughs> you've been very quiet. What are you up to, you little Welsh arsehole? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I've been applying, you know, uh, various posts. Uh, no luck up to now. Uh, I uh, I designed a new, uh, a new range of underpants for ducks. Um... I'm very excited about um, wearing a large pair at the moment and uh, keeping me nice and dry. I wanted that West Brom job. You stole it from me, Sam. Uh, Calm down, Mark. All is fair in love and war and the British manager's merry-go-round. As soon as Tony buries Sheffield Wednesday, you'll be a shoo-in. And if not there, there's always the forest job. Chrissy, Chrissy Hilton reckons he'll be out there early Feb with a truck full of cash. Happy days. Money, 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 money. Money, money, money. What about you, Nigel? Nigel Pearson, you got the openings? I'm looking into the possibility of a pay-by-view fight on the YouTube. People love to watch fighting, and when it comes to having a fight, I'm by a long stretch the best fighter. When people fight me, they lose the fight. I employ traditional British fighting techniques, which are the best fighting tactics in the world of fight. That, That doesn't sound a very happy or funny giggles thing to do. Who is it that you're hoping to fight? I want to fight Stephen Fry or Joe Squash. These are both fights that I would not lose. At the end of the fight, I would say that it is a fight that I have won and my opponent would say, I have just lost that fight. (laughs) Okay, Nigel, it sounds an absolute hoot, but here are are the beaks. Sorry. Oh, Nigel, it sounds an absolute hoot. 
but here are some beaks that won't be hooting again. Come on, lads, tuck into this seabird platter and use your hands. They're as tough as an archer's knuckle. Money, 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 money. So that's what I heard, Andy. Right, very good. Exciting times for them, isn't it? Very much so, yeah. I bet you'd like... Is it? Uh, yeah, I bet you'd like a traditional British manager just at this moment at Sunderland. Well, we kind of we've got one of the upcoming uh, sort of wannabes, I think, of the manager's lunch club. We've got Lee Johnson from Bristol City, and he's all about powerpoints and wearing uh, brown loafers with like blue jeans and stuff like that. Oh, well, that's what you need. He's got like a very, very um, highly tuned brand of bullshit that I think he'll string out for maybe 14 months before we give him yeah. the sack. But, uh, yeah, Jeans I'm, on the sideline. Yeah, I don't I'm like very, to very see com- it. sports jackets and all that. I'm very confident that it'll it'll fall apart. Andy, just on a hunch, I just like had a hunch, you know, like a Christmassy hunch. Yeah, I had me mates at Infinity Rocket Plastics install some spyware in the Mark Lawrence and Smart TV via his wireless <laughs> router. Yeah, right. And I'm glad. I tell you, I'm glad I did because. <laughs> I can tell you what happened at his house the other evening, yeah? Oh, brilliant, yeah. So Mark was listening to TalkSport, you know, digitally mm. through through his TV. Mm. And as he cleaned up all the whimsies on his mantelpiece with a Belinda wipe, yeah? Yeah. So what your first thing that you hear is uh, Jim White from TalkSport. Oh, yeah. Right, as I promised you before the break, I have some breaking news that is literally going to blow your mind. As if VAR and COVID weren't enough, now we have this. It's unbelievable, and I can't wait to see what Simon Jordan has to say about it. I'm so annoyed and frustrated by this development that I can feel my gallbladder pulsating like a frog's goiter. Listen to this. Yeovil Town FC have have just announced that from next season, the overspill car park behind the Cops Road Terrace will have a reduced capacity of 50 vehicles down from this year's 51 vehicles. That beggars belief. What say you, Simon? Uh, listen, I've been in the business for over and approaching a period of time that is tantamount to an era. The customer is the bread and putty of any business. What if it was your mum who was 51 in line? It's cost-cutting in a place of wrongness and ineptitude, and it's unrealistically egregious. Here, here, well said, Simon Jordan. And just at that moment, Andy, there's a knock on the door. Oh, God help us, who could that be? I'm only halfway through my whimsies. If I forget my place, I'll have to start again. Mark answers the door, and it was his nephew, the young prince, Patrick Bamford. <laughs> Oh, hello, Patrick. Do cometh in. To what do I oweth this pleasant surprise? I'm just visiting all my favourite uncles to give them their Christmas pleasies. Now, you're Uncle Mark, aren't you? The one and only, and the very same. I thanketh you. Can I get you a cuppa or something? Uh, I would absolutely love a frothy coffee, if that's okay. Sorry, Patrick. What's a frothy coffee? Fluffy coffee, you know, where the milk is all fluffy and scrammy. Do you mean frothy? Yes, fluffy. I absolutely adore fluffy coffee. I say, Uncle Mark, do you have a toffee quiff that I can have with my fluffy coffee? I just love toffee quips. I've, I've never heard of toffee quips, young Patrick. Is it a cake or a biscuit or what? It's a chocky bar, Uncle Mark. 
hey, I've got an idea. Maybe there's one in the selection box I bought for you in Auntie Barbara. Let's have a look. Yes, there it is, a Twaffy Crisp. Oh, a Twaffy Crisp. Oh, yes, I know all about them. Rice puffs and caramel and a chocolate coating. I'll get the kettle on. Well, at that point, there's another knock on the door and in walks Mark's other nephew, Jack Grealish. All right, Patrick. Happy Christmas. What's that you're eating? It's Twaffy Crisp. I'm having it with a cup of Foffy Foffy. <laughs> Mark comes into the room holding two coffees. Oh, hello, young Jack. Would you like a frothy coffee and half a toffee crisp? Oh, yes, please, Uncle Mark. That would be busting. Jack takes a step forward to take his coffee off Mark, but as he does so, Walter, the Christmas woodlouse, walks out in front of him on the carpet. Jack stumbles <laughs> and pushes Mark over, and two cups of frothy coffee fly into the air and spill all over Mark's whimsies. <sighs> oh, no, not my whimsies. Jack, you're such a clumsy boy. You need to be more careful. Barbara's going to go apeshit if I use up all her Christmas edition Belinda wipes. It's worse than that, Uncle Mark. He's also killed Walter the Christmas woodlouse. <laughs> oh, God, no. Barbara's going to kill me. Christmas is ruined for everyone, everywhere. And at that point, Jack tripped over the wire from the router and I lost my feed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. Eventful. I got lucky there, didn't I? I, I just you had did. this Christmas instinct. I should be at Mark's, you know, mm. finding out. And I'm glad we found out about the goings on at Yeovil and Simon Jordan's opinion on it, because <laughs> Simon Jordan's opinions are very important, aren't they? Oh, yeah. That's all that matters. I'm hoping that... Um, I'm just waiting to see if asks to find out from Simon if the vaccine's safe. <laughs> oh, God, I could go either way, couldn't it? Oh, God. Welcome along to the Dominic Littlewood podcast, otherwise known as the Dompod. Now, normally I get one of my showbiz celebrity friends as my special guest, but Joe Swash wasn't available this week. So I've got the bloke from the Cadbury's Boosted, Mr. Bob Boba, joining me today. Good afternoon, Bob. Thanks for joining me. I adore the pleasure. I thought we could talk about Christmas. Look at today's dumb pod, Bob. Um, Christmas is this time for thinking about Jesus. Uh, do you pray, Bob Mortimer? No, I must admit I'm not very good. I I, I don't really pray at all. Don't, you don't you pray know, at all anymore. You come across as a very selfish man when you say that. Well, I mean, I try to behave myself, you know, generally yeah. speaking. If you were going to pray, would you pray for things that you want for yourself? Like, you know... <laughs> Wheel trims on your car, or would you pray for the wider community? I'd like to... Well, I haven't prayed, but my guess is I'd I'd probably combine them, you know. Would you like to pray now with me on this podcast? All right, if you want to, Dom, yeah, of course, yeah. All right, edge together, eyes closed. We pray together here today for some new wheel trims for Bob Omer and also for everyone to have a nice time at Christmas. There we go. Amen. That's nice. Amen. Thank you Thank for joining in there. Lovely stuff. Uh, Bob, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas film? Um, I don't watch it as a Christmas. Is it set at Christmas? Well, apparently, yeah, Christmas Eve. Oh, well, there you go. It's a Christmas film then, isn't it? Is it? Well, I don't really have an opinion either way, personally. <laughs> I'm on the fence myself with that one. Have you got any predictions for 2021, Bob? Predictions? Yeah. Um... Oh, I think that um, 
Dogs are probably going to get hairier, generally, yeah. It's been going that way for a while, hasn't it? It has been going that way, but I think they're going to really get long this this coming year. that's good. That's good. Strong prediction there. We'll come back in a year and we'll see if that played out or not. (laughs) I I just hope 2021 is is completed. Do you know what I mean? That's all I I hope for. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, completion. That's all I want. Uh, Have you got a favourite Christmas from your past? Particularly, um, yeah, really sticks in your memory, tugs your heartstrings, that sort of thing. I remember, I, I remember one when I got um, something called the Matchbox Motorized Motorway. I was probably oh, yeah. about twelve, right? And yeah, I, I could watch the cars go around and around the track, yeah. race me brothers, and that that were good fun. Does it make you sad that it's never ever going to be as good as that again? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, it <laughs> is. You know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. Well, I think we've uh, I think we've covered everything there, Bob, for Christmas. Uh, oh yeah, I just need to say, uh, sponsors. Uh, this podcast is brought to you in association with Sausage Rolls. So here we go. Uh, that's it from the Dog Pod. Have a merry Christmas, Bob. Thank, Thank you very you, much Dom. for joining me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. Adrian Lewis here. If you're looking for a Christmas with a difference, oh, my good friends at Slaughter's Restaurant, round the corner from the darts at the Alley Pally, will be supplying takeout dinners on the big day, direct from the kitchen door, round the back. Here's the hair restaurant's head waiter with details about the special set menu. For your starter, you can enjoy long-forgotten prawns in a highly toxic petroleum sauce. Your main course will be lorry engine roasted root bird. We cannot guarantee the species, but it will definitely be root sauced. If you want it plucked, please specify when ordering. Your bird will be served with a large mashed bowl of vegetable matter that has been deep fried in pangolin piss along with some lovely brain gravy. For dessert, you can enjoy a stewed goat's pancreas stuffed with mouse droppings and drenched in some fucking custard. got the fat pulsating through my log jammed arteries if that doesn't spur me on to win the world darts championship nothing will here's slaughter's head coach uh, sorry here's slaughter's head chef ron craggs ron there's one question on everyone's lips will your takeout christmas dinner be covid safe oh the good question oh no meat that's always been and always will return a little mystery <laughs> all I can say is that I'll try not to sneeze into the plans while I'm cooking I don't think there's much more that I can do than that <laughs> oh thank you Ron I'll see you around the back door on Christmas day and don't forget my extra order of some hoof soup for me Saint Bernard Visit Slaughter's this Christmas. Oh. There we go. Are you going to be watching the darts? I'm already on it, Andy, yeah? You're already yeah, on I'm... it. Yeah. I've got to tell you who my favourite player is, is Glenn Durrand. The Borough Lad. The Borough Lad. He reminds me a little bit of you, but if like if you'd been beaten up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you... 
I mean, I follow Adrian, but he's on tomorrow. Is um, he? I've also got another new favourite. It was the, the heavy metal darts player, Ryan Searle. Have you seen him? Uh, I've liked Searle for a couple of years now, yeah. He's great, isn't he? It's a full-on Warhammer war approach, it's isn't it? Warhammer, isn't he? Yeah. It's beautiful. Someone on our uh, Club Parsnips thing put in a request to ask if Mark could let us know what his top ten party foods were. So I submitted that and he sent me back a wav with that on. So let's have a quick listen to that before we go. I don't have a lot of time for party food. I find it frivolous. In fact, I find any food that doesn't require cutlery to be an abomination makes me nauseous. But with that in mind, here are my top ten party foods. Number ten, the mini pork pie. Number nine, the standard pork pie. Number eight, sticky wings. Number seven, Indian influence half-ton platter. Number six, potato smiles. Number five, a wheel of dark yellow cheese. Number four, lemon roulade. Number three, the chicken dippers. Number two, the prawn ring. Number one, turkey lollipops. There you go, that's my top ten party foods. Please try to enjoy the festive season. Well, there. Thank you, Mark. Not really over brimming with enthusiasm, but he, hey, what, he, what, he, what was that at number one? A turkey? Turkey lollipops. What is that? Well, it's just a bit of turkey on a stick. Is it, oh, it's a Sunderland thing, yeah, is it? it's exactly as you'd imagine. You never oh, had them? Blimey. No, I've never heard of them, no. Uh, get yourself to Asda. I got some KFC the other day. I wasn't that happy with it. I don't mm. think. Um, I think it uh, it fades quite. I think that it doesn't suit delivery. I don't reckon, but maybe it's just right. my local. Uh, the aftermath of KFC is pretty traumatic for me. I, I just I get really thirsty from do whatever's you, in that seasoning that's on the on the chicken. Do you um, often get KFC? <laughs> that's none of your business. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose it isn't. Um, the corn's going to be a bit sweaty as well. But anyway, let's. have you got any Christmas viewing um, suggestions, Andy? That might be interesting. Oh, I, haven't got, I haven't got the Radio Times yet to have a look through, so I don't know. But um, I'm going to watch the darts, like I've said. I'll be watching that. Last night I watched The uh, the Death of Stalin, which is one of my favourite recent films. It's got your mate, The Fisherman, in it. It's got polio um, in it, yeah. Yeah, that's a brilliant film. It's a sort of film you need to watch a couple of times because there's so much going on in it. So that's Have you that watched I a play. film? I can give you a really big recommendation here, Andy. Please do. Uh, you could watch it with your lad as well. Uh, right. There's a film, I think it's, I think pretty sure it's Netflix, called The Hunt. Right. It came out about six months ago. Okay. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. It is absolutely fantastic. You're just going to tell me it's about a hunt and that's it? Well, I honestly don't want it. Honestly, it's it's got a, a, a lovely conceit at the heart of it, which I don't want okay. to tell you. So right, okay. um, I can only really give it a, a massive recommendation. It is a hoot. That, Robert, is good enough for me. Okay, well, so, happy Christmas we to all the listeners. Happy Christmas, everybody. See ya. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.